0: One eternity later. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kendra.
1: I'm Katrina, and
0: I, I'm Azurine, and we are the murderous trio. Whoa, whoa. Woo!
2: Hello, folks. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Many moving parts in our lives. Yeah, like mainly,
0: yeah. I illness, illness. Yeah, I posted an update with in my sick voice, um, and yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling much better. Like I still have a tiny bit of a cough and stuff, but it's slowly going away. And I also stated that it's like we've been working a lot, especially you, as Reen. So, <laughs>
1: what do you have now? Four jobs, five, seven. I don't know. Let's move on.
0: Uh, You can get through this. You'll get through it and get lots of sleep in the future.
2: (laughs) You as well. We all have hope.
0: Uh, We can only hope. So, uh, today, we are going to be talking about the Burning Sun scandal.
2: Ooh. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Yeah, and I tried finding some recent updates but the most recent one was last year so what the fuck so um and yeah there's i imagine with this particular one i i and me alone leave my podcast partners out of this um are probably going to get like some like weird messages saying like why why
1: As your podcast partners,
0: I'm going to say, leave Kendra out of it, too, please. (laughs) We are just... Just just be nice, you know, because it's like... Be nice! Yeah, because, like, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, and I just, like, I'm just... I remember when this happened, when my friend Mac told me about it. Hey, Mac, if you're listening. Um, And I'm just going to be reporting what has been reported you know, um, because apparently like this isn't really being talked about that much anymore, which I feel like is a shame because this issue goes way beyond K-pop and the entertainment industry and it needs to be talked about more. So as many of you know, If you have listened to our first episode, I have stated that I love K-pop and I have uh, a nice special obsession with it. I absolutely love it. So yeah, I absolutely love BTS, like my all-time favorite K-pop band, as I'm sure it's the same for many others. Um, But I also love a lot of like second generation K-pop groups and, and I love like a lot of well, quite a few of the fourth-generation K-pop groups. Like, what are
2: generations? Kind of... I used to listen to the earlier generations, like, um... Beast. Uh, yeah, well, Beast. Um, Hell yeah. Teen Top. But Teen Top was a little newer. Um, but what are the... Super what are,
1: what are generations? Like, what is this? I don't know anything about K-pop. <laughs> but is
0: this, how how do
1: we explain it? Is it, I like, the year they came out?
2: Debuted it, or I think it's, it's like the themes plus the year plus like the themes, know. yeah, and
0: also like, kind of like um, call up a friend. What friend should we call up? Piper, <gasps> should we call up Piper? Let's call her up,
2: like yeah.
1: actually call her,
0: yeah. Uh, uh,
2: yes, I'm gonna call up Piper right now. All righty, special a guest friend. star Piper. Hold up. Let me, let's... Well, presuming out. she answers the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, continue talking. I'll try to get her. So, okay. So, cake pop generation.
2: Cake pop? Cake pop.
1: We love cake
0: pops here. <gasps> she didn't answer. Piper, did you just ignore our call?
2: Her phone, I think, is turned off. Oh. My sister wouldn't know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to call Jade. You can... Oh, no! Nobody's Everybody. answering our calls! I wonder if it's Would something wrong with them. Would you see them with involved with like,
1: social issues like Black Lives Matter? Or? Yes, absolutely. Okay.
0: Like, uh, BTS but, donated a million dollars to the Black Lives Matter organization, and uh, the fans, the BTS army, donated a million more.
2: It's just like, you know how like things like societal mindsets change and shift? And they just get new bands for each societal mind shift? You're really annoying. i'm trying to understand this is like because i'm just
0: like i kind of don't really understand it either okay but
2: i don't know how actually to explain this i'm gonna use my trusty resource
1: google please don't say bing
2: can we i was gonna use bing Ah. no i'm just joking
1: i'm leaving i'm leaving what's wrong with
2: bing i wasn't using google but what's wrong with bing
0: what also, is wrong with should Bing?
2: Take all this out, considering we might get sued. My <laughs> <who's> Bing, yeah. <laughs> do, they, do they still exist? Yes, are they do.
0: <laughs> hey, I enjoyed the pictures that they put on their search engine.
2: They're, they're nice nature shots. Okay, I'm looking up. Here's a breakdown of K-pop's four generations. So I used to listen to, the, I think, the second generation, and right now we're on the fourth generation.
0: I love 21, by the way. I miss them. hmm
2: Okay. Mm. Mm. Shout out to CL. I, ha- I highly doubt she's listening, but I love her. Okay. So the first generation is marked by the birth of K-pop idols, naturally, with the SM Entertainment producing Korea's first boy group, Hot. With its concepts based on American boy bands and Japanese idols, and the genre and culture had been founded of K-pop, you know. Mm-hmm. Following hot, newly established agencies such as D- DSP Media began producing idol groups in River Card. We love Card. That hasn't even. They haven't even gotten. Yeah, I know, but still, they're with the
1: DSP. Under- is it so? This is Generation
2: One or Generation Zero? One. one. Okay. Uh, beginning um so uh these initial groups um so generation S-E-S, zero is lost. Thin KL makeup uh generation one point five before the dawn of K pop second generation. Um we saw some experimental groups like um uh jewelry, BOA, mm-hmm. so God, Click B yeah,
1: these are names. So what's the what defines the second generation?
2: Generation, generation one point five is a time when K-pop as a genre and a culture began to gain some popularity in China, Japan, and other East Asian countries. The term um, Hallyu, Hallyu, or Korean Wave, got coined around this time um, as select international press began active reporting on K-pop or Korean idols. The second generation of K-pop came uh, during the economic crisis, um, and two thousand eight. No, d- economic crisis in Korea. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that time frame is. Um, but this is the generation I started listening to K-pop in. Mm-hmm. Um, this generation was very commercialized. Um, and it was kind of like the most profitable um kind of industry in Korea. And a lot of the um, idols were also like the business models and like um and is also what. Like, they became, like, the face of K-pop, essentially. They became a brand. Um, this is when, like, K-pop started moving away from music, started becoming more, um, commercialized, and became, like, essentially a brand. Um, so this group, these groups were TVXQ, I used to listen to them, Big Bang, used to listen to them, Super Junior, Girls' Generation, yes, Kara, Wonder Girls, SS501, and, um, this the second generation began to kind of expand outside of Korea. Um, the groups start going on world tours, big bang, and um, they were kind of like this like um uh the second generation boy and girl groups kind of dropped like, ooh mysterious, untouchable celebrity act, which was existed in the first one, and more so was like, oh, we're just the friendly neighborhood star, you know, we're like, we're just the friendly neighborhood, like. I'm just a
0: regular person. With
2: millions of dollars. (laughs) Actually, the The K-pop artists themselves usually don't have that much money because it's the entertainment. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of more so abuse, I would say.
0: We'll talk about that in another episode.
2: Um, And then the idols started appearing more on TV shows, reality TV shows, and K-dramas. Moving on to the Generation 2.5, um, uh, this generation included Shiny, Shiny, Infinite, yep. Miss A, yep. Sista, yep. Um, and so the expectation kind of rose to where like it's not just about singing, it's not just about the brand. Mm-hmm. The, during this generation, it was also about like the dancing, the choreography, the music mm-hmm. videos. It's like. It was the entire, mm. the whole picture, essentially. That's when, like, the standard of that was raised, and that's the standard everyone followed. So that was 2.5. Yeah. And then YouTube, in, like, of course, like, the early 2010s, YouTube started growing more um, as a as the platform that, you know, it was able to reach multiple um, folks, right? More people and more, yeah. you know. And during 2012, that's when Gundam Style actually... Yep. Came in and got nine years ago, almost a decade. Yeah, and like, like I said, K pop is like the original generations, I would say, was like 90s. Mm-hmm. I would say the 90s, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, but gunnam style kind of changed. I
1: feel like it, I feel like that was five years ago. I don't like that it was almost 10. <laughs> okay, like we're like six it months old. It feels like
0: yeah, it feels like it was a just like... ago. <laughs>
1: there are children younger than Gundam style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are ten year olds. We are old. <laughs> are, no, like, we are not old.
2: Okay. There are ten year olds. I refuse we're to be older than Gundam style. We get older by the years and the days. So Gundam style kind of led into the third generation, um, which. More so became distinguishable because it kind of um, expanded worldwide and the culture of K-pop became, like, very recognizable. It's like, oh, this is K-pop culture. This is what K-pop is. What is it? It's, like, the brand, the idea of, like, music, combination of, like...
0: Choreography, uh, uh, lyrics, definitely... The style. Style. The, the,
2: like... um, and it it also became almost like the trendsetter, yeah the trendsetter the fashions right think like new york fashion week or paris fashion week but this is k-pop this is like the standard that you know it became like this ideology almost ideology like like think about how
0: vogue is very popular and is very like in with like the trends and everything and the met gala and everything
2: exactly why are we trying to explain this to you
0: (laughs) In words that... okay. Then we'll just explain it to our viewers who may be un- more unfamiliar with K-pop.
2: Okay, so like both viewers,
0: listeners. Um.
2: So okay. So basically, the third generation, um, the boy and girl groups became more so marked by their like target audiences. Meaning, um, they each of them catered to a sub like specific group of people. Mm-hmm. It became a full on marketing like thing. You know, you add like world and then social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Weverse um became, you know. Um so and then also in the third generation, um the K-pop idols invested more into developing um kind of like the story, the plot of the group itself. Also oh, like like pro BTS. wrestling. I what? what? No idea where it's pro wrestling. I feel have like why You're talking to the wrong K pop. I mean I'm sure there's a connect. But you know how like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tables have turned in like five seconds. Are we talking about the
0: Rock and John Cena here now? What are we uh, doing? I
2: don't I'm not familiar specifically with the Rock and
1: John Cena, but I do know that pro wrestling has this fascinating blend of real life and storytelling and they're That's what and we're the in the wrestlers where it was like we're like it's all there's like this weird little mix and pull between like what's a like corporate made story for the character and the actual person playing the wrestler who is kind of the wrestler because you know pro wrestling's fake like that that's yeah. not news. Is what? That, it's, This is news to me. I always thought that this was no, it's fake. This, this came out this came out in like the 80s with curtain call. Well, okay. that was like the event that like spurred the moment because it turns out like these four guys that were like enemies is they're all just like when they found out they were going to be going to separate companies and they were going to be leaving, they basically broke character on stage and just all hugged and said goodbye. And we were like, we're really sad to see you go. And that was curtain Call. Oh. Which I think is the sweetest way to, like, end, it, end that.
2: Okay. Okay, so, going back to K-pop. That's really cool. I did not know about that pro wrestling. You literally just, like, blew my mind right there. Um. So, but going back to K-pop, so... During the, this third generation, on top of like the fashion, the song, the lyrics, the dance, the music video the the image of this particular group, you have the storytelling and the concepts and the different universes um mm, each like, group is part of like a different universe or they create this different universe or like it's yeah. like it's
1: like that blend between like uh, like like celebrity gossip and like Specifically catering to the people who like that to create stories for that gossip, kind of.
2: Um, is it? Yes and no, but there's also an element of like fantasy and storytelling. in Yeah. Um, Wait, fantasy? Yeah. A lot L- of like people...
1: sci-fi fantasy, like are,
2: are they some like going, the groups? Yeah, they're,
1: they're going around being like we're wizards.
2: I mean, there's some groups that like it. I wouldn't say wizards. That's like you know you're thinking of a very Western concept. Think like broaden your you know. They're creating a different idea of this different like image essentially. I wanna know if they use magic. Some of them do. Some of the bands use magic what? or like different Why you never told me this. Also, don't quote me. I have a limited experience Kendra... or like I used to listen to the second generation of K pop, that's when I got into it when I was in high school. Kendra, is it true that third generation K pop people used magic? Some do. Okay. Like, not magic in the sense, like, you know, mysticism. In mysticism. Mysticism. Yeah, there's a lot of mysticism. So, um, so then this, this is when, like, there was, like, a lot of, um, Religion? Growth. No. Uh, actually, well, actually, yeah. yes! Yeah. Yes, yes. In some, like, okay, so religion as a way of telling a story or, like, telling a concept, right? Like, with BTS's Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yes! I love that know, We're not just talking about Damien and, say, like, the story of Damien and, like, going into the sun and whatnot. There's also biblical references in the music video itself, which is, like, mind-blowing how much creative thought and effort um, they put into not just the music, not just the dance, but the actual video and the symbolisms behind it. Yes. It's like reading a novel and then analyzing that novel in a four-minute, like, chunk. Mm -hmm. So... Um, during this time, like you know, you saw quality of not only the songs themselves, but like the the dances, the music video, the promotional content, the merchandise, so much more. Um, like like expand and groups during this time were like EXO, Newest Vix, BTS, yep. GOT7, Red Velvet, Twice, Blackpink, and Twice. Girlfriend. Um, and these groups still more more or less exist today still. What are just- those first
1: generation groups?
2: Um, Are they all gone now? No, but they're they're less in the mainframe, I would say. Yeah.
1: Kind of out of the public eye a bit more.
2: Yeah. Um and
0: on to different things. Yeah. Cool. Good for them.
2: Yeah. Like some some started up acting, some went back into modeling. like, you know, there's like different ventures. Yeah. So generation three, I'm not done yet, Katrina. I <laughs>
1: know. <And laughs> you still got three point five and four. Yeah. Unless there's like a
2: three point seven five Keep going. (laughs) Okay, so 3.5. So, like, around 2016 is when K-pop reached, like, the generation 3.5. And this was mainly with, um, I don't know actually exactly what this is, the Produce 101. Yeah. Do you know what that one is about? I think that's the... Produce... uh, like, comp- like,
0: no, not produce. Um. <laughs> yes,
2: we're talking about vegetables one hundred
1: and one. New direction
0: of K-pop. We need to get part, need Brussels part, sprouts partnering <laughs> with the who. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're combining platform and
0: <laughs> policy. The- Basics of radishes.
2: Okay. So what is Where is our know? new symbolism? So,
0: so what, 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 what do you know about produce? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what I know I've never actually seen produce 101, but what I know is that it's basically a um I think trainees uh like going in as like a competition and everything and like a training and it's on a show. Um, like, please do not quote me on this because I've never actually seen it. Um, but it's basically where, like, as they're training, they go on to like perform, and then there's these judges and everything. It's like kind of like American Idol, so,
1: but like, do you're, you want
2: to be a K pop? Mm-hmm.
1: Basically, basically, it's kind
2: of ruined K pop though. D-
1: Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask if they they also had like a part where they're also like doing personality vibing to see like who who like can oh, yeah, mesh sure. really well because I sure. I could definitely see the well, part I mean, of that.
2: Wait, the bigger picture of K-pop, each like a singer has their own like image or like has right, has their right, own personality, right. which is more or less curated essentially. You know,
1: yeah, curated,
2: uh, curated. Are we just okay? Uh, it's been almost a half hour. <laughs> okay, hold up. I just want to... We can do this some more. Since
1: we've already started talking about this. Uh, part one will just be like, what is K-pop? And then part <laughs> two will be the actual burning
2: scandal. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So what I have down for... <sighs> produce 101. <laughs> <laughs> produce! No, Produce. Produce 101. 101. Is that the series became like a huge hit across Korea... And like, like uh, throughout the world, but the series kind of proved to be a scam. Like, it's not making. It, like, uh, how did they say it? Um, like essentially, people weren't actually becoming K-pop artists; they were going on to a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And it became more about catering to the fans and, like, not about creative expression for the boys itself or, like, the girls itself or, like, the individuals itself, but about, like, catering to, like, the fandoms. I think that's how uh, the
0: band Wanna One was created, if I'm not mistaken. And a lot of people, a lot of fans, including myself, were disappointed when they disbanded because of, basically, because of this.
2: Um... But, like, essentially, it was giving, like, the fandoms more voice and power, which, you know, you can say has pros and cons, because it's more, um but significantly, with this, like, generation, um, which is the 3.5, the K-pop focus basically shifted drastically to hearing and fulfilling the needs of the fans themselves, not exactly always the artist. Mm-hmm. Um. And so during this time, groups like Seventeen, Mox, Most, Monster X, X, Um X, I saw them in concert, one, uh, 101, 101, Cosmic Girls um, kind of came into play. And that all kind of moves into the fourth generation, which is um, kind of like itsy, like a combination of all the past generation and culture- cultures combined all together. Um, where kind of all boundaries of like... It can be anything. It could be anything, essentially. K-pop as a genre and culture is no longer in Korea. It's more international. Yeah. Catering to the fandoms internationally. Yes. Um, and groups during this TXT. Year, love them too. Um, and we're barely even... It's only been like a year or even like, you know, like within the last recent few years we're in this generation and we're looking at starry kids uh a I don't even know these groups <laughs> uh, txt txt
0: they're uh the little stray kids yeah stray kids txt
2: luna Itzy, <laughs> luna yeah um so the generations that i used to listen to in high school was generation 2 with like super junior beast um uh big bang um uh, moving on to like more uh newest and BTS. So I'm still stuck in that generation and mm-hmm. th- that's kind of the generation I it's kind of it's almost like imagine like someone saying, Oh, I'm into the nineties music or like, oh, I'm in like into this type of music. Mm-hmm. Um they're not just catering to a culture or a fandom of a music. But imagine with K pop they're also like catering or like ascribing to a fandom as well. Mm-hmm. So, so like they're
1: saying like I like this doctor. in yes. Dr.
0: Who.
2: Yeah. 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 Yes. Anyway.
0: So moving on from all of that, uh so reason why uh we were kind of explaining K-pop and everything like that is because with this particular scandal, a lot of people dub it as k-pop's biggest scandal or like the biggest scandal to happen in k-pop but was there embezzlement uh well um we'll kind of get into that it's well this isn't really there there is some like bri bribery involved but like overall this uh this scandal has nothing to do with any bribery or embezzlement, but even though the the Burning Sun scandal is dubbed K-pop's biggest scandal, this really isn't a K-pop issue at the end of the day. Really, really. What? Okay. Now I'm so confused. I'm going to ex. I'm going to explain that. Uh. Like, later on at the end after I explain this case. And, again, please don't send any hate towards me or my podcast partners or anyone in general. But Yeah,
1: just don't send hate.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't don't send hate in general. That'd be great. Uh, Let's just stop
1: hate mail. Let's put that on the podcast logo. Like, please stop hate mail. Yeah,
0: it's like, send... Instead, send constructive criticism mail. Mm. I said constructive.
1: Mm, okay. It's better than hate mail.
0: Yeah. I'd rather...
1: That, it's not that nobody can discern. It. It's just like I don't trust everybody to make that discernment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you trust me, right? Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So anyways, but... But yeah, I'll explain that a little later. But it's just like I, again, it was hard to find like any super recent, like updates, updates or anything like that. The most recent one I could find was from last year. So I'm kind of like, oh. Okay. But I wanted to discuss this anyway. Yeah, um, tell us what happened. Just because. So, um, but uh, again, speaking of a big bang, Isreen. Yeah. We I'm going to discuss a little bit of Big (gasps) Bang's story.
2: Oh no! Are you gonna ruin my image of Big Bang? Are we gonna spoilers for the beginning of the universe? Funny joke.
0: Well well, no well with one particular member, but the band (laughs) as a whole probably not.
1: One particular member created the beginning of the universe?
0: No, that's not what we're talking
2: about. Okay, stop giving Kendra-ish. Kendra, continue. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. (laughs) Okay. I want to
1: know what happened with this band.
0: (laughs) So when they first debuted, it really wasn't that big of a debut. Uh, They averaged around 40000 in sales with each single that they released. But they made it big with their single, Lies, that has now become a K-pop classic.
2: Put I love oh,
0: now that sounds a no. That song is a fucking bop, by the way. Like mm. It's awesome. So it went number one, and their album sold over 120,000 copies, won numerous awards, including Artist of the Year and Digital Record of the Year. They garnered much success, breaking records and earning many awards, and in 2012, they came out with their Alive album, which is considered to be one of the best K-pop albums with uh, their... A song that some of you might be familiar with. Yes. Oh no. Are you gonna another bop? Me? I what I just say earlier. Okay, I said okay. I hope I don't change your image of the band as a whole, just one member. Okay,
2: okay, okay.
0: <laughs> so with that single, their music video went viral. Started a K-pop wave around the world, and they claimed five spots in the top ten of the Billboard Hot 100. They did good. Yes. So, again, this is in 2012, so kind of uh, what we were talking about, like, just before the third generation, like, right before the third generation of K-pop groups.
1: I just started high school.
0: In 2016, they celebrated 10 years as a group, which was a huge deal because many groups actually don't, They did the seven-year thing. Yeah. All right. On average like seven years, but I guess it also like depends on like the company they're with and like how long their contracts Mm -hmm. go for, you know. Yeah. Um but like I've noticed it's on average around seven years. You know, thinking about it, I've never four to seven. You know,
1: think about it? I've never had a job for ten years, and the idea of having a job one job for ten years sounds kind of terrifying. Yeah,
0: like sometimes I'm
1: just a baby and I don't know anything. But like that sounds uh. yeah, like
0: sometimes like I talk to like these really sweet people. It's like yeah, I worked in this restaurant for fifty years, and I'm like, what? How can how do you not lose your mind in that time? But, like, yeah, props to you. Like like
1: people who can hold down a job. You yeah, you can
0: hold down a job, like, and you seem to love it, but uh, I would lose my fucking mind.
1: Good on you. Someone needs to do it. It means you get good. You're skilled labor. Yeah. Don't ever doubt your worth, y'all.
0: Yeah, and it means that your bosses love you. So, good for you. So, anyways. Or um, you
1: kicked out your bosses.
0: Yeah, and then you become the boss. Hey. (laughs) So in Korea, it is required for... Oh, wait. I forgot something. Also, like in 2015, reaching more success with their single... i Another fun one. So that was in 2015, and that was just before, yeah, just before their 10-year anniversary in 2016. Now, in South Korea, it is required for men to serve in the military for two years. So top went first, then J Dragon, Ta- Taeyang, Yang, Sung, and then it was going to be Sungri. Um, so there was like some scandals is scandal with
1: on military scandal. No. Um. <laughs> Just laugh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I need to feel like I'm part of the conversation. <laughs> I have no idea what's
2: going on either. So I didn't
1: see that you ask questions.
2: Okay, I'm the type of person is I will let you educate me.
1: Okay, that wasn't a question.
2: Okay. <laughs> Please continue though. So uh, there has
0: been some like scandal. <laughs>
1: What ah, was he, that? He literally
2: just threw water into my hair. There was none left. There, there was some left. I saw what, it. What is this? What is this? Is this not wet? Is this water? Oh, now you're going to argue that water isn't wet? Is that what you're going to argue? My father
1: taught me that water is not wet. Am I uh, wrong for believing in my father?
2: <laughs> uh, Continue. Okay. My
1: yeah. father also says that clouds come from factories, so he's not actually
0: to be trusted. <laughs> continues. Basically, um there has been like some scandal with the members in previous in previous years, specifically with um like marijuana and and stuff like that. It was mainly with Top N D Dragon, but overall, um, we're that's not what we're talking about today. Uh so brace yourselves and also a very big trigger warning
1: for for
0: sexual assault. Aww. All right, so but that one particular member that I was talking about.
1: Which one?
0: Sungri had many business ventures, including cafes, performing academy, record label, and nightclubs. So uh, Sungri, by the way, he has been dubbed like the uh, South Korea's uh, Great Gatsby because he was known for kind of like flaunting his wealth and throwing lavish parties.
1: Was he actually called the Great Gatsby?
0: Yeah, he was dubbed Korea's Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I I, I,
1: need to, I I need to see. I'm kind of appreciative, of, like like of all the literary references to go for. I feel like our Engli- our twelfth grade English teacher would also be very appreciative.
2: You think Mr. Bennett would come on and be
1: like, "I like this. I enjoyed." I mean, he'd go he'd go one way or the other, but either way, he'd go to the extreme where he'd be like, "I really appreciate people acknowledging the Great Gatsby exists," or he'd hate it and be like, "How dare you? Be <laughs> <laughs>
0: smirch." The name. He might be like in the "How dare you" category. Um. I mean, like he didn't think
1: the great Gatsby, okay, so- G- Gatsby, was a good person. So, like, well, so I just looked up Korea, Korea's great um, Gatsby. Is this their actually their favorite title to
2: bestow upon
1: rich people? And so there's like twenty hundred of them.
2: No, Sungri shows up
0: yep. first. First thing. First nice. thing. Nice. Uh, so in February of 2018, Burning Sun opened in the District of Gangnam. It, so it's the Gangnam it a, District of Seoul. Uh,
1: no, 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 no. The Burning Sun is that like a restaurant? Is that? A it's sun? a nightclub. Nightclub. Okay, cool.
0: I I tried to put the emphasis in my voice on when I said nightclubs. So oh, yeah, I missed that.
1: <laughs> um, I don't I don't do good at those things. Okay,
0: that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and also, like, the Gangnam district, it's, uh, I've heard it dubbed, being dubbed, like, the Beverly Hills of South Korea. So it's, like, it's a very rich, influential neighborhood.
2: Gangnam style.
0: (laughs) Um, so the scandal started in January of 2019, when news broke that an assault occurred in November of 2018 the club patron was assaulted by security workers and a club director after he tried helping a woman who was being sexually harassed. After the footage of this attack was released, Sungri went on to social media and said that he was not there at- when it happened. And by the way, my apologies for any mispronunciations. I am doing my best. Um, yeah, I'm doing my best. Uh, the club's hosts, um, also known as MDs, their jobs were to cater to like club patrons. So there were reports uh, from the BBC that MDs saw women's drinks getting spiked at certain people's requests. And a BBC report also says that a former MD said that one of his VVIPs was well known for his appetite for unconscious women
1: and Ooh. would say, quote, Are you
0: no. Okay. Um this was a
1: uh, client who frequented one of his places. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and would and this uh VVIP quote would say bring me zombies. Mm-hmm. Sickening. Uh so the police went in investigating drug deals in the club scene. However, a South Korean cable channel uh called SBS Fun E shared leaked messages involving Sungri hiring sexual escort services for foreign investors at Club Arena, which is another club in the Gangnam district. So, in March 2019, Sungri announced his retirement from the entertainment industry, and the police prohibited him from leaving the country. and SBS Fun E, then broke another story about a group chat on a, I think it's a messaging format. Uh, I don't think it's social media specifically, uh, mm-hmm. but it's called Kakao, which is K-A-K-A-O, involving Sungri and two other idols, uh Jung-young and Choi Jong-hoon, along with others. But these are like the three main focus in this case. And they often made jokes about drugging and raping women. I don't know about Sungri, but specifically, Jong Jong Young and other people that were involved in this chat mm-hmm. would make jokes about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll get to Sungri's involvement in these chats later, uh, later on um, when I discuss the updates I tried to find. So. Jung Joon Young shared videos of him assaulting ten different women, some being unconscious.
2: Which where which band was he part of? Or
0: ah, uh, crap, I forget what it's called. I know Choi Jong Hun was a part of FT Island. I forget what Jung Joon Young was uh, a part of. Um, he was then Jung Joon Young was then arrested fairly quickly. And Choi Jong Hoon and uh, Lee Jong Hyung uh, de- then denied allegations. I forget uh, with uh, Lee Jong Hyun. Um, yeah, I couldn't find much on him. But you know, shit gets real bad when the president has to get involved. So, South Korean President Moon Jae-in ordered investigations into police corruptions relating to Burning Sun and an investigation into unethical conduct relating to the 2009 suicide of South Korean actress Jung Jae-yeon. In her suicide note, she wrote down a list of uh, men in the industry that had abused her, and she also stated that her agency told her to have sex with certain men. And... Uh In November of uh, 2019, Jun Jeon Jun Young was sentenced to six years in prison. Choi jong Hoon was charged for gang rape, and he claimed that, uh, that the encounters were consensual, but the, they were dismissed by a judge. Uh, Sung Ri he was charged with providing prostitution services and faces up to three years in prison, but he was also charged with like, uh, like gambling. Yeah. He was also charged with other things, not necessarily relating to, um, sex per se, but he was definitely involved with like soliciting and providing like prostitution services. Um, But unlike Jun jun Young, he wasn't really involved with the spy cam. Now, I want to talk about this whole spy cam thing. So in South Korea, it is a really big epidemic with these spy cams and everything. And and it's a huge problem. And, like, the government... Like, just people placing spy
1: cams in places?
0: Yeah, spy cams, like, everywhere. Like, motels, like, public bathrooms, um, and... Like, what? okay, so public bathrooms public bathrooms, and these spy cams they would be streaming to porn sites, and like these spy cams, they would be so well hidden, like I watched a video, I think it's from Asian Boss where they went in with this guy who. His specific job was to go into places and find spy cams and actually look for them. And they would be in hairdryer holders. They would be in what wall things? outlets. And this pen that I'm holding right now, a spy cam could be in this pen.
2: Damn. Yeah. Um, They were in
0: FT Island. Choi jong Hun, or Jong jong in Both of them. Both of them? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Jung Jang Young, he basically he shared uh, these videos that he took of him assaulting these women, and he just distributed them and like, and this was without the knowledge of the women, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he was involved in the spy cam ring. Now Sungri, I like. There was evidence that, like, yeah, he tried to deny it, but then there was just evidence after that that because he was involved in the chats, he likely just knew what was going on and just didn't do anything about it. Mm. People and fans of his saying, like, saying it's like, oh, like, those could have been faked. It's like, it, what, if I mean, the it media... was happening at his club. yeah.
2: It's like, uh, he has some sort of like responsibility and needs to take that accountability yeah. at minimum. Yeah. Cause even if
0: he wasn't involved in the chats, it's like, he's, he was still like co-owner, I think of the club. So it's like, he still has to take some responsibility, but it's like then the hashtag like apologize to Sungri was kind of trending on social media. Uh, that, I I don't
2: I I don't know if ah uh, okay yeah that is okay yeah, yeah. and
0: because ba- basically like saying that the media ruined his career and everything like that and it's just like even again I I say even if he wasn't involved in the chats in some way or another it's like he still knew what was going down and didn't say anything and like didn't turn these people in
2: yeah Yeah. silences
0: and like it still happened at his club at the end of the day so it doesn't matter how much he was involved he still needs to take responsibility and be held accountable in whatever that may look like as the investigation went on, uh, so he left YG Entertainment, so he is no longer a part of Big Bang. Um, and uh, he just I think he just finished his military enlistment while the investigation was going. Um, and yeah, so and also the men that were on Dong Ja Young's list. None of them were held accountable. None of them gotten in any trouble in any way.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And, like, I remember when my friend Mac told me about this and sent me links and everything. And it's like we were discussing it and he's just like, I'm just, like, really disappointed. And I'm like, I am too. But I'm not surprised, you know, because it's like it kind of reminds me Of, I think this was when, around the time when Harvey Weinstein started. Oh,
1: so it was like Me Too.
0: Yeah, when the Me Too movement was, like, really taking off. And, like, the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein, it's like, he had a reputation of not being a good person. So it's like, people knew. So when shit started coming out about him, it's like... A lot of people weren't surprised, you know? I know I wasn't. Mm. It's like, it's the same thing with the uh, K-pop. Not just K-pop, really, but like the entertainment industry, like all over the world, really, that this isn't really shocking. You know? It's like, it's heartbreaking,
2: but you it's see, not shocking. You see those trends here in the U.S. as well, you
0: know. Yeah, and that's why I, that's why I said earlier that this isn't necessarily a K-pop issue because this happens all the time, everywhere in our own backyard, in our workplace. It, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not. So it's not just in the uh, entertainment industry, but I think because when the story came out, like it got quite a bit of attention because only reason why it got a lot of attention in South Korea is because K-pop stars' names were attached to it. You know? Like, if it was just, like, regular everyday people, a lot of people probably wouldn't know about it. And, like, it wouldn't be a breaking news story, really.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and it's the same thing with the Harvey Weinstein case. Like, if big names and celebrities weren't attached to it, we probably wouldn't really be paying attention. Um, But even though K-pop is garnering more international attention, it really didn't get... This story didn't get a lot of international attention. And I think that's why I had a hard time finding updates from... And the latest update I could find was from last year. And that update was that Sungri has been indicted. And that was a CNN article. But it didn't really go into like his indictment at all it just kind of like said he was indicted and then recapped the whole scandal and didn't really state anything else so so yeah uh there are rumors that big bang is going to make a comeback with just the uh remaining four members um that is just a rumor
2: I don't know. Kind of makes sense why I don't really Big Bang has like not been more so in like the forefront when I think of K-pop like current music mm-hmm. that's coming out.
0: Yeah, and I think they probably will make a comeback or at least have like a reunion sort of concert, I think, cuz they haven't actually they haven't disbanded. Like they're still like together. They're still signed with YG. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to look like, really.
2: hmm yeah.
0: so, so, yeah, it's just, like, a sad situation
1: yeah. all
0: around. And it's, like, really – I'm just really sad for the victims that a lot of them won't get justice because there's so many powerful men in the industry that yeah. aren't going to be held accountable in any mm-hmm. way. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's really disgusting. And, and yeah, again, I hear some people be like, oh, well, you see, this is why you shouldn't get involved, and K pop is why you shouldn't like it. It's like, uh, again, I say this is not a K pop issue, you know? Like an entertainment. uh, This is just like, patriarchal society issue. Yeah. Like, you
2: know, like sexist, patriarchal, like.
0: Abuse of power all around. So, like, with. If big Bang does make a comeback, I feel like it will still be rather successful because like uh G dragon and um and dragon top was
2: popular yeah top. he was
0: popping yeah. yeah like I they mean, were they were all popping poppin', yeah
2: like, I still like even today I feel like G dragon uh, um like I hear his music, you know um, yeah like I'm not playing it, but I hear other people playing it frequently.
0: Yeah, and, like, they were, and also, like, Taeyang, he was very successful. um, And Taesong, he was very popular in Japan. Like, he he was popping. He goes by D-Light in Japan. Um, So I feel like it would still be a very successful comeback or reunion because, like, fans still love them. Like, their music is still played often and everything. It's like, yeah, it's not going to be the same. And in a way, it's kind of tainted because of the scandal. But...
1: It could still be profitable.
0: Yeah. And overall, like, fan- the fans are loyal, you know? Um, and their music is still... It's like, it's really good, you know? hmm So... Yeah. Yeah. Like... But again, it's like we, it, it's still just a rumor and we don't really know what it's going to look like. Okay. So, oh. but I was very disappointed. I, again, I could go on and on about this. I was still very disappointed that there weren't recent updates as of this year because I'm just like, this still needs to be talked about because.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think COVID has anything to do with that? Like uh-huh. Things on hold, things on backlog?
0: Hmm. That's hmm. a good question. COVID was definitely like at the height of the, uh, in the forefront of the news outlets.
2: Do you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about how like the wealthy and the folks in powerful, to maintain their image of like the wealthy and the like the powerful, they will hush hush like crimes. Like this has been a trend, trend like in ancient times, when we talked about ancient serial killers, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a trend that continues. I mean, like, you see it in movies and TV shows and, like, books. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that had any, like, nuance to the story.
0: Oh, and by the way, another thing. A police officer in, so- in South Korea during this scandal was sentenced to a year in jail after uh, evidence was shown that he took about 20 million won, which is... Uh, around $18,000 USD in like a bribe to like look the other way when investigating a minor entering the club. Mm. So, Oof.
1: so yeah. That might not come from that minor.
0: Mm-mm. Okay. Mm. So, yeah. It's overall like really disappointing and disgust- disgusting. Um, scandal all around and still a lot of unanswered questions I feel like Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: so hopefully as time goes on there will be more updates and you know hopefully more powerful people are held accountable accountable
1: yeah
0: and justice is served yeah. Hopefully. Right. But yeah.
2: yeah. That sounds difficult.
0: Yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen. But yeah, that, ladies and gentlemen, and non binary folks, uh that was the Burning Sun scandal. What did you guys think? Yikes. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Papal stock. Yeah. I was really hoping for embezzlement and like that's I think that's like the best kind of scandal and this is like the worst. <laughs> There's like sex like sexual assault scandals are the worst kind of scandals.
2: Yeah. And you just wanted some clear old fashioned embezzlement. Yeah, I just wanted like money skim- laundering. I just like
1: wanted to hear that like he was skimming some money off the top of the company's finances.
0: I I would take that any day. <laughs> I, like, oh, okay.
1: Like, maybe a small heist. Like, that's cool.
0: Should we cover like an, an embezzlement art case heist? next?
1: Depends on the art heist. Like, some, ha- some people who, like, steal art...
0: <gasps> the Great ter- British Train Robbery!
1: ...are terrible. Some people who steal art... Heroes. True heroes.
2: I feel like you're talking from your leverage point of view.
1: You're the one who watches Leverage, not me. Yes. I'm talking
2: from... You're the one who introduced it to me.
1: Well, that was when I was, like, 14.
2: If it still I am, had an impact!
1: If I am talking from a fictional perspective that art heists are good, I don't know. I think we're somewhere in like the Raven Cycle territory. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Have a good night, y'all. I'm tired.
0: Oh, good night! Yeah, again, that should be our tagline. We're the murderous trio and we're tired.
2: <laughs> we're always tired. Sleep tight, y'all. Sleep tight.
0: Drink water. Uh yeah, be a good person.
2: Ooh, yes that.
0: <laughs> be y'all. active
2: and involved in your community in positive ways. Yes. Change the world
0: for the better. And go listen to BTS's new single Butter.
2: We were not sponsored by them. If they want to sponsor us, however.
0: I would be I would love to be sponsored by BTS. No, that, wait. That, if BTS, that, that, if other BTS.
1: Way around, other way around, dear. We're sponsoring
0: them. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. But if BTS were to DM us on our Instagram, Motorist Trio Podcast on Instagram, um, like, if, it, would have if they were to DM us, like, the cases that they want us to cover, I would, like, I'd be the happiest person ever.
1: Send in your request, BTS. We are listening. Hmm.
0: Yay! Okay. <laughs> Good night, guys.
2: Good night. Night.
0: Hello, everyone. It is editing Kendra here, and it is almost midnight. And I scheduled uh, the ep- our latest episode on the Burning Sun scandal to go out at midnight. And I'm just laying in bed, and I come across an article by KB Zoom that was published July 2nd, 2021. Just to think, I was upset about not being able to find any sort of updates on this case at all and lo and behold here we are we got an update so this article uh it says that the prosecutor is requesting five years in prison for sungri but sungri still denies most of the charges so let's see this happened around uh june 1st uh being uh Sungri is being prosecuted, uh, for nine crimes. And again, my apologies if, uh, I mispronunciate. Well, I know I'm mispronunciating. You know, my Korean's not very good. Um, so, uh, use of prostitution services, prostitution brokerage, Gambling embezzlement, violation of Food Sanitation Act, violation of Foreign Exchange Trade Act, violation of Sex Crimes Act for spreading hidden camera content, and instigating special violence. Uh, he has, Seungri has denied almost all charges except for violating the Foreign Exchange Trade Act. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just kind of skimming through just to give you like the gist of what's going on. Um, but yeah, uh, here's what the prosecutor stated. So the defendant has committed crimes continuously for many years. Defendant used Korean women to mediate prostitution for foreign investors for his personal financial gain. And he also maintained relationships with them through gambling, um, let's see, kind of, so defendants offenses range from brokering prostitution to gambling all stem from the defendants lack of adequate edu, uh, education when he reached adulthood. Although the defendant is the biggest beneficiary of these crimes, the defendant does not repent, repeatedly says he is not involved and blames others. And at the end of the trial, Sung Mi broke down in tears, saying, quote, I promise to redo my life. I apologize to my former colleagues, officials from my former company, and my family who had to go through a difficult time because of me. Uh, and at the very end, it says, The prosecutor's recommendation is not the final outcome of the sentence. So, whew. holy shit oh man uh but yeah again that was an article by k b zoom again that is k b i z o o m dot com and yeah we'll uh keep you guys posted.